Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Empire State Conservative Network podcast, episode 109. It is me, your host, Evan, with the All-American Conservative, Solomon Tack. For those of you who are new to the show, we are here to fight back against the leftist agenda that has been plaguing New York State for years. We are committed to bringing you the best in conservative commentary, bringing you real conservative candidates, and exposing rhinos and leftist derangement. Tack, good to see you. Big news that we did prep on the last show, and I figured this was going to happen because Time Magazine is a leftist shill. Greta Thunberg has won the Time Person of the Year, joining other famous socialists such as Adolf Hitler in 1938, Joseph Stalin in 39 and 42, Nikita Khrushchev in 1957, and even Ayatollah Khomeini in 1979. Wait, time out, time out, time out. <laughs> so out of everybody that you named, only one of them weren't European. How dare yes. you? <laughs> I'm just hearing that there's not enough diversity in Time Magazine. How oh, wait, wait, you? it gets worse. It gets worse. So... In 2001, in 2001, they were going to name Osama bin Laden Person of the Year because he most greatly impacted the news cycle that year. But instead, they chose Mayor Rudy Giuliani because he was a positive person and they got so much flack for Khomeini in 79. But they defended, they defended it by saying that bin Laden was the stronger choice. Also, they defended Hitler as the person of the century choice being stronger than Einstein, who eventually was named the person of the century because, you know, Adolf Hitler had such a big impact on the world, which he did. But Time Magazine, it's like they are completely out of touch with the world. But before we discuss, Zach, here is a clip of Greta Thunberg talking about how she's accomplished absolutely nothing, yet she is now the Time Magazine person of the year. How dare you think? We have been striking now for, for over a year and still basically nothing has happened. It is not a sustainable solution that children skip school. We cannot go on like that. The CO2 emissions are not reducing. They are in fact increasing. So of course there is no victory. But if you look at it from a certain point of view, we have achieved nothing. I mean, Tack, like, what, el- what else is there to say? She, they've been striking for almost for over a year. They've accomplished nothing. She even said to herself, emissions are rising because they're going after the wrong people. The, pe- the countries whose emissions are rising are China. How dare you? It's Asian countries. It's Russia. We are not the country to be going after, but she wants to come here and bash us because we have Trump. It's just whiny, baby bullshit. They want everything done exactly when they want it, exactly how they want it. And just they cry and throw a tantrum like they've been doing with this whole impeachment thing. Well, Miss Gietai Thunberg is just what her name is. <laughs> she has accomplished nothing. They have marched. They have marched on the streets for the past two years and accomplished nothing. See, what they don't realize is that there is uh, natural resources, and there's actually um, man-made resources that can accomplish very quickly exactly what they want to get done. But they want us to do this radical change. And there are scientists that go against what the scientists that they choose to prop up that says there has been no change in weather patterns. There has been a, a like it doesn't affect hurricanes and all the other stuff that they spew out there, forest fires and all that other stuff. Um, and the temperatures 
aren't going to be drastically affected by what they're trying to do at all. It's not going to stop it from happening. So we know that there's factories that can put carbon back into the earth, which would also create a greener earth. And that's exactly what they want to push. Am I right? But instead, they want you to stop eating beef. They want you to stop taking airplanes. They want you to buy nothing but Teslas and NIOs or NILs or whatever they're selling in China. And the, the states that want you to do that the most charge the highest in order for you to register those vehicles. So what do you really want leftists? Just let us know. They, they want to destroy everything. And she even said it. It's more than just the climate change. It's about smashing the patriarchy. I'm sorry. The patriarchy, which has built modern society into everything that it is. The, the patriarchy, which has created the iPhone and How the airplane and the spaceship and has given her her plastic sailboat and her platform. And All her- right, James Brown. How All right, James <laughs> Brown. <laughs> you it's- said it before. <laughs> It's, it's so ridiculous. And they, they always end up showing their true colors. And we see this with the Democrats in Congress. It went from, it went from collusion to, obstru- to bribery to obstruction to just nothing. And it turns out that they want to impeach the president because they don't like him. And Greta Thunberg wants to, the, everyone to change their lives because she doesn't like how people are treated in third world countries. It's just like, it's a whole bunch of nonsense. She's talking about a mass extinction. There is no evidence of that. This is a person who literally is a 16-year-old girl with a mental handicap. Not How saying that in a negative you? way. This is what she is. She is mentally, ha- uh, it's not the PC term. We definitely just got kicked off of YouTube. But <laughs> she's mentally handicapped. But, well, all right. So and we're going to take our advice? Why are we <laughs> taking advice from a sick... Well, first of all, we did it. This whole thing happened with, with the shooting in, at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. Since when do we throw everything out the window because a child starts crying about something? Children are impulsive. If I got my exactly. way when I was 16, I would have some of the worst tattoos on my body you have ever seen in your entire life. 16-year-olds are not primed to make decisions like this. They're not. Their brains aren't fully developed. So someone tells her, oh, my God, the earth is dying. And she freaks out and quits school and travels around the world. It's, it's ridiculous. It's a temper tantrum. So what's absolutely funny about this, right, is humans are extremely conscious. We have the ability to think. We have the ability to plan. We have the ability to build structures and to um, make ourselves adaptable to the environments around us, the likes of which any other animal and species on this earth has ever seen. So for her to sit there and believe that there's going to be this mass extinction that gets rid of the human race is absolutely abhorrent. And it goes to show that she thinks that we're all ignorant and idiots. Water has risen in Europe before. And we see what happened within different Venice, uh, certain places in Sweden where they adapted to the rising water levels and they made it part of where they lived at. They sit there in the little boats and they, like, taxi cabs with long sticks. The gondolas. And the gondolas. <laughs> so you think because water rises in Florida or water rises in California that we're not going to figure out a way to make that adapt into our lifestyle? 
temperatures rise. We made ACs already. We're not going to find a way to make that. There's people that live in ice. There's people that do the underwater hotel things. There's so many things that we can do to ensure that we still live on this earth. But what's really ridiculous is that you saw who else was nominated for this. So listen, we knew they weren't going to pick Trump. They weren't because they view him as a negative person. So that would have been under their Hitler, you know, even though they made the case for Hitler being person of the century. But they also had the Hong Kong protesters who were fighting for their freedom. And honestly, I would have picked Baby Yoda because he's polling <laughs> higher than every single 2020 Democratic hopeful. Baby Yoda should be person of the year. I'm saying it right now. And I will fight anyone to the death who wants to come at me for this. <laughs> what's, what's funny is in today's society, you don't have to do anything, right? You don't have to do anything but inspire. All you have to do is make people feel something. All you have to do is get to that person's emotional side and tug on a few of their heartstrings like bye, 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 Backstreet Boys. And that's it. Just be looked at as something inspirational or someone that makes people smile and all of a sudden you're the person of the year. You didn't do shit, admittedly. But you're the person of the year. Dude, it's all so short-sighted. It's the same thing with this, with, oh, what is it, the Medicare for all. And, you know, if we just take all the billionaires' wealth, we can give everyone health insurance. For how long? How long do you <laughs> think you're going to be able to pay for everything? Because when you take all those billionaires' money, first of all, you'll never get it. But even if you did, the government's going to spend it in less than a year. So what do you, really, where do you think this is going to go? And then guess what? There's no more well to dip into. So what are you going to do? You're going to print more money? You're going to end up like Germany right before World War II. That's what's going to happen. You're going to have massive inflation, massive poverty, mass starvation. Everything they do is short-sighted. It's in the moment. It's, I want to feel good about myself, so I'm going to do this. The same reason why the Democrats from day one went after Trump about Russia. Oh, well, Hillary lost. Hillary couldn't have lost. It must have been Trump colluding with Russia. That makes me feel better because it doesn't mean that I supported the worst candidate in the history of presidential elections. This is how they operate. And I was at the Whitestone meeting yet last night and I was talking to people about this. And this is the consensus that they literally, it's a, I know we said it before, but it is literally a three-year temper tantrum by the Democrats. And it's more indicative of society, or not entire society, leftist society as a whole, where it's, I don't get my way, you're a racist. I don't get my way, you don't like the planet. You're a climate change denier, you don't believe in blah, 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 you don't believe in science, you're a bad person, blah, blah, blah. This is how they operate. They want you to feel bad because it makes them feel better because they're already feeling bad about themselves because they don't do anything. All these people, they go and protest at 9 a.m. on a Monday, I have work. <laughs> how are you funny? It's like, oh, we're protesting for a week. A week? If I didn't show up to work for a week, I wouldn't have a job. Exactly. It's, 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 they're so short-sighted. It's really, and that's why you see a lot of people who might start off as liberal or, or so-called liberals or Democrats. Once you explain to them exactly where you're coming from, and this is what we really need people to do. You need to be out there talking to people. If you're a conservative and you have friends who are liberals, and I use the term, so, we'll call them soft liberals where they tell people they're a liberal because they really don't know what it means and it makes them feel better about themselves mm -hmm. to say that they're a liberal because of the connotations that it have. Just talk to them. Explain to them what your values are. Explain to them why you have those values. Don't yell at them. Don't insult them. 
Don't go after the people that they claim or they think are really, really great. Just explain your point of view and back it up with facts. I have turned several people just by doing that. I'll ask some simple questions. Do you believe the government should have more say in your life? No. Then why do you keep voting for Democrats? They don't get it. They really don't get it. All right, but moving on, a Michigan high school student turned to the police claiming that a teacher assaulted her during school hours because she supports President Trump. Now, just based off of the headline, I'm going to go ahead and say this teacher is probably a nutcase liberal who probably works in their media department. That's not really fair. I read the story already. But yes, that's exactly what it is. So apparently the teacher grabbed this 16-year-old girl, this grown man, grabbed the student by the shoulder and tried to pry off her Women for Trump pin. He, she kept telling him, you, can you stop? Like, you stop touching me, stop touching me. And he kept doing it. He then pulled the pin off, turns it upside down, and put it on his shirt saying, it looks better this way. Like, if this was a, first of all, this, not to put, I'm, I'm not playing the race card, but this is an African-American male teacher who is a liberal. If this was a white conservative teacher, he would have been in prison already. They would have been riding in the streets. They would have burned his house to the ground. Talk about double standard. The school, uh, the school's doing the right thing. They're trying to cover all their bases. They're not commenting on this yet, really. But watch this quick clip about how they, uh, the girl explains what happened. I was just, I was really shocked that a teacher especially would do that. 16-year-old Sadie Eargood says the teacher started it by saying he didn't like the pin she was wearing. And he's talking about the women for Trump pin. And I said, that's fine. You don't have to like it. We, we can have our opinions. Eargood says after that, he tried to take the pin from her. And he grabbed it and he pulled. And I tried to push his hand away. And he grabbed my shoulder and just kind of put his hand there and then started pulling more and more. And I just started backing up. Eargood says the teacher took the pin off her shirt and put it on his own upside down, stating that it belonged that way. Mason Superintendent Ronald Javitsky wouldn't speak on camera, but he gave a statement saying, quote, once we have a complete understanding of the situation, we will take appropriate action, unquote. You're good and her mother want more. We filed a police report after school that day, and uh, basically the cops are going to do an investigation. Mason Police Chief Don Hansen confirms his department is looking into a report of an alleged assault on December 5th. Sadie Eargood says she just wants people to know that she won't be silenced and will continue to show her political views. I just want him to know it's not okay to do that. I want this to be a learning experience for other teachers, and I'm not going to stop wearing my political stuff. Rachel Sweet, Fox 47 News. The incident was not brought up at tonight's meeting of the Mason Board of Education. President Donald Trump will be in Battle Creek for a rally in two weeks. We'll be covering it for you on Fox 47 News and on the Fox 47 app. So, Tack, like, really, what, like, how insane do you have to be as a high school teacher to go after a 16-year-old girl for a pin, for a pin of a guy who's done more for your community than Barack Obama or any Democratic president in the history of Democratic presidents? I have seen teachers get punched in the face and walk away from students. I've seen teachers get dragged across the floor and walk away from students. I've seen teachers get spit on in their face. Who knows what's coming out of that person's body and still walk away from students. This one, this little girl, not attacking you, not verbally aggressive, not in your face, not running toward you as if she is going to assault you. 
You just grab onto this chick and start snatching something off of her body. That's assault. And it's on her chest. It's a pin. So it's like right Wait, here. You're Dude, stepping this on is my a ba- This is a bad move. You're stepping on my toes. <laughs> this is a really bad move. As an adult male, you should not be grabbing towards a 16-year-old girl's chest, regardless of what is on there. It could be a that's what I'm saying. It could, be, it could be a thing that says, all Jews should die and burn in hell, and Donald Trump has sex with babies. I'm still not reaching onto a 16-year-old girl's chest to pull a pin off of her. That is a bad move, regardless of who you are and regardless of who they are. And if I was to go to court with this girl's parents against that teacher, that's exactly what I would be bringing up. Not only is it assault, he did it for gratification purposes. It might not have been for... <laughs> you are savage. Savage. <laughs> it might be hard to prove that it was for sexual gratification, but he was in an area known as an a, a area that's expected of reasonable privacy, and he did it to gratify his own insane, twisted mentality. You should have went to law school, man. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I would be pushing against this guy so hard just for him being an asshole and that's what he deserves but this this is this is i feel like this should be the catchphrase of the show it shouldn't be don't let fear take your freedom it should be called this is what the left does because this is what the left does they don't like what someone says or does or wears and they go after them in a completely unreasonable way and we see this now with virginia where the Democrats have stated that they would call in the National Guard should the sheriffs deputize people to protect the Second Amendment. Number one, the National Guard is essentially a militia for the state. They're not going after law enforcement. Number two, you need authorization from the president to deploy National Guard troops against civilians. It is never going to happen. They literally, every time something happens, they just go, well, I'm calling in the military. I'm calling in it. They they can't, you can't do anything without them having a hissy fit. That's why, when was the last time they were used against civilians? That was during JFK versus old uh, uh, Bull O'Connor. Was it when they were shooting college students at Kent State? No, th- when they uh, – well, yeah, that too. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, the National but, Guard has a real great reputation amongst <laughs> everybody. Let's deploy them against law enforcement, who's extremely heavily armed and has the backing of essentially the real state militia, which is the American gun owner. So that's – th- this is a, a really sticky thing to even bring up. Because you look at somebody like uh, running for president, Tulsa Gabbard, right? Yeah. Weekend warrior. I respect all of our weekend warriors. They're, they they supplement and they they do what active duty can't do. You know what I mean? When their numbers are too low or whatever, they help supplement. Yeah, man. They're serving. They're well, not. They're not deployed, but they're serving. They're doing their part. Exactly. But. They don't get the reality aspect. So you get Tulsi Gabbards because they're throughout the week, they see this liberal shit wherever they're at. So they're still serving <laughs> under a liberal mind frame. And you get, and I'll repeat it again, Tulsi Gabbard. So it wouldn't be too far fetched for me to even think about guardsmen that would show up and be like, yeah, we're going to go and snatch some guns. We're going to go and kill some cops. It would not be far-fetched. 
Yeah. They, they would need some heavy resistance, though. <laughs> they would be running in about a second. At the same time, I know personally a few guardsmen now. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. <laughs> Come meet me in these woods over here. <laughs> we were friends yesterday, but now, now, <laughs> I'm going to shoot you in your head. <laughs> so it, this isn't, but that's what they don't realize is, by trying to pull maneuvers like that, you're now pitting Americans against Americans. That already happened once in the 1800s. Is that the move that you really want to make? JFK did it, but JFK did it for a specific reason. It was for civil rights. And then he lost his mind. How dare you? But these people... (laughs) It's been over 50 years I, I can make a JFK joke. It. <laughs> <laughs> but these people, right, they're doing it, again, for gratification purposes. Oh, I, I can't be a king. I can't be a tyrant. So now I have to figure out, just like Mal, like you quoted before, power comes from the barrel of a gun. I got to go get my army after you now. And that's exactly what they're doing. But it seems so symptomatic of the left that they really, it's like we have so so many things that I feel like I'm repeating myself. They don't live in the real world. You know, Sarah Silverman said that there'd be a revolution after Trump won and that the the army was going to side with the left. In what reality would the military side with a bunch of people who want to ban guns and cut their junk off and let men into women's bathrooms? It's like they don't live in the real world. Yes, they would probably get some people. But the majority of veterans that I have met are, whether they're open, they're not, may not be open Republicans, but in general, they are conservatives. They have sworn an oath to uphold the Constitution. They believe in the founding principles of this country, which is why you serve this country. They, the left doesn't have a leg to stand on if we have a civil war. They are not well armed at all. They, well, they got Antifa, they got pipe bombs and bottle rockets and bike locks. And then the, the John Brown uh, gun club people. <laughs> That's about Okay, it. so they, they got one gun club. I, I think I got more <laughs> guns in this. Oh, I mean, no, I don't have any guns. They got There's a boating accident. accident, yes. Uh, but. <laughs> civil war. What do you think you're going to do? Who do you think is siding with you? The military, hopefully, in any kind of perfect world, the military isn't going to side. It's going to tell both sides, sit the hell down. And try to like just squash the situation, and that's just hoping for a perfect world because you know there's going to be all types of factions and militias and all types of things going on, plus outside influences. And to say something like "I'm going to go and grab the the guard to go up against the police force," is that really what you want to do at the end of the day? And who do they think the police are going to side with? When the left is constantly calling police racist and murderers and they hate them and they're... Exactly. The time, who do you think law enforcement... Law enforcement is so well armed that if you combined law enforcement with the American gun owner, we could probably conquer so, at least half the world. And Easy. I just thought about this. The Guard is part-time military, right? A lot of them are in law enforcement. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The left is like, it's, they're completely deranged. It's, they really have no sense of reality. If they tried to start a war, it would be over in about 30 seconds. That would be it. When they show up with a bunch of dildos, we show up with a bunch of guns, and they go, you know what? 
This is a bad idea. I'm going, I'm going to walk away and get the John Brown gun club. <laughs> Mom, can I come back to the basement? My revolution didn't work out. Oh, oh my God. All right, last topic before we get to how dare you. You brought this up to me. So apparently the artist that painted Obama's presidential photo created a statue in Richmond of a black man on a horse with Nikes on, of course. A horse, of course, and Nikes. And he is receiving leftist praise for his piece of second grade garbage. I mean, come on, man. The Obama painting looks like he's taking a dump in the bushes. <laughs> like, like, how is this guy an artist? I, like, seriously, give me a week. Give me a week. <laughs> I'm not even that talented. I'm really not that talented. Give me a week. I guarantee you I can come up with something better than this. Like, you want to dispel stereotypes, but then you put this up there. A stereotype. You put up a complete stereotype. You might as well have just taken a taken LeBron James, put him on an actual horse, and paraded him around Virginia. You would have been better off. At least you could say it's performance art. <laughs> so this is garbage. Let's start from the very beginning. Kendi Williams or, or, or Kendi Wiley, right? Rather, however you pronounce his name, last name Wiley. This is the man who paints portraits of black women holding beheaded white women. So clearly he's very classy. Very classy. And level-headed. <laughs> President Obama is mixed. I don't know if he forgot. I think, Obama, I think Obama forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the man that he hires. He chooses to hire to paint his portrait. So you're, what you're telling me is essentially your mother, your grandmother, her mother, so your great-great-grandmother, you really think they will look at this person and think, ah, oh, what a great, affectionate artist, how powerful his art is. This is who you should get to, to paint your portrait. You just spit on the grave of your own ancestors who birthed you and brought in the greatness that was Barack Obama, who was the 44th president of the United States. That's the way you choose to thank them? That is a fact. He was the 44th president of the United States. <laughs> and second, good, good job, Obama. You were the 44th <laughs> president. Everything else you did was almost crap. <laughs> but then building off that, right, are you not embarrassed, Black people? Constantly trying to escape stereotypes. Constantly trying to say, that's not how we really are. But you're praising this guy who paints portraits of beheaded white women, whereas if you had anybody, if Wayne Gretzky decided to freaking paint portraits of beheaded blacks, you'd be out in the streets rioting, burning down your own cities. Worse than hockey fans do. To be fair, I think Wayne Gretzky could probably paint better than this guy. <laughs> but Wayne, if you are listening, I'm willing to buy you an art set and you can learn how to paint and paint these portraits. I will back you. Gotta, you got to Just, just as a political bro. statement. I do not support the beheading of anyone, except for communists. Um, but I do not support the beheading of anyone. But yes, Wayne Gretzky, I will buy you your first art kit and we will make this happen. So, trying to... First off, I, there's so many things I could say. You want to talk about black businesses, and et cetera, et cetera. This guy could have took a black business owner and painted the black business owner's shoes on the statue's feet. Instead, he chose Nike. Why did he choose Nike? I don't know. Maybe because of Kaepernick. 
Kaepernick. Oh, definitely, be, definitely because of the world's worst quarterback who still doesn't have a job, even though the receiver that we said had the tryout was signed by the Washington Redskins now. So congratulations to him. He is still a better football player than Colin Kaepernick, who still sucks. So, and then still building off of that, right? Random black guy wearing Nikes. He built this statue because it's down the street from Confederate statues. So instead of building a statue of Harriet Tubman, Frederick Douglass, Nat Turner, for God's sake. Donald Trump. Donald Donald Trump. Donald Trump has done more for the black community than Colin Kaepernick has. So why didn't he build Donald Trump wearing Nikes? I'm sure they could find a pair for him. Exactly. So instead of building something that really represents, like sticking it to the old slave state of Virginia, the first state below the land of Dixie, below the line of Dixie, he builds the most stereotypical figure that he could possibly build to represent a black person. Get the fuck out, (laughs) Kennedy Wiley. Are you serious? He does not represent me as a black person at all. If I could, I'd kick his teeth in. <laughs> and if he ever sees it and I ever get called to the, the buck on that, I'll say it in front of his face. Because he's ignorant. Dude, he is. And you see this a lot, not to, not to really rag on your community, Tech, but I see this a lot at work. Uh, there were a, We all know about the Jersey City shooting. Um, very, yes. very bad. Everything that happened with the black Israelites. So... Um, it was the black Hebrew Israelites and I get into work and one of the teachers who I work with is an extreme leftist, um, which is very strange because she's also a very devout Catholic, which I never understood, but she comes in and she goes, did, did you hear that this shooting was done by the Israelis? And I'm like, what? I'm like, they're like, who told you that this shooting shooting was carried out by Israelis? I'm like, you really need to stop watching CNN. She's like, no, no, no. I saw it on the news. They're Israelis. And they tried to, the police tried to arrest them and they started shooting people. I'm like, that, that, that can't be right. So it took me all of 20 seconds to find out it was the black Hebrew Israelites who are in no way, in no way associated with either Judaism or Israel. And I messaged her, I go, it wasn't the Israelis. It was a domestic terrorist organization known as the Black Hebrew Israelites. And she goes, well, I was like half right. I was like, no, no. we were 0% no. right. This is the world they live in. It's like, oh, I heard something. That must be true. So I, I used to hang out in Jamaica, Queens all the time. And as soon as you get off of that, that last stop on a J train, you go upstairs and then you turn that corner and they're right there in their purple robes. Just feel, just yelling at people. Bunch of LARPers. That's all they are. They're standing out there. They got fake shields and fake swords and, like, staffs made out of fake gold. And then just yelling at people, spewing out the most hateful rhetoric I've ever heard. There's videos on YouTube where they're sitting there talking about, oh, y'all white women out here? Y'all about to get brutally raped. This is who the black, the Hebrew, black Hebrew Israelites, whatever, are. And then Rashida Tlaib blamed white supremacy. Oh that was even God. more ridiculous. I couldn't believe that. 
I was like, first of all, it was insane that Rashida Tlaib was coming to the defense of any type of Jewish person ever, considering she hates Israel and all Jewish people and wants to see Israel wiped off the face of the earth. But then she blamed white supremacy and immediately people just started posting, you do realize this was, this was all perpetrated by two black people. And she had to delete her tweet, but guess what? There's a thing called screenshots and it is all over the internet. So there's, a, there's another clip that I saw. Somebody had went out there and they were videotaping us. People were talking and they were like, we never had anything like this happen in our neighborhoods until these damn Jews came out here. And they, they, they shoot in and da-da-da-da in our neighborhood and these, these damn Jews. Same thing I just said with uh, Kendi Wiley, right? When yeah. it comes to black businesses. First off, if you got into your own neighborhoods and instead of buying TVs every damn tax season, you start putting money to the side, getting partners, and creating your own businesses, you wouldn't have to worry about anybody else moving into your hoods. That's business. That's order of business number one. Order of business number two, you're sitting there talking before you even knew the facts as to what the hell was going on. You just knew that there were shootings. You look at Chicago, you look at, at any hood, there's shootings all the time. The, the um, crime rate is so horrendous, but it didn't happen until these Jews came to your neighbor. Are you kidding me? I have more of a chance dying by another black man than a damn cop, a white cop. It's a lot higher, actually. A lot higher. What they do, they blame all these anti-Semitic attacks. Oh, it's Trump. First of all, Trump's the most pro-Jewish, pro-Jewish, pro-Israel president that we have ever had. So how on earth is it Trump's fault? And the rise in, first of all, in New York City, where we're going to discuss this on a later episode, the rise in crime in New York City, with anti-Semitic attacks in New York City are going up steadily in Brooklyn against Jews, and it's being perpetrated by African-American people. We're going to get into that in a later episode. We need to start pushing forwards to our last section, How Dare You? How Dare You? So, speaking of awards, that's kind of the theme of today's episode. Um, Megan, I suck at politics. Rapino won Sports Illustrated's Person of the Year because apparently she's not a woman. She's just a person. Um, and she proceeded to immediately make Sports Illustrated regret this decision by getting on stage and bashing them by saying, and I quote, is it, is it truth that I'm only the fourth woman deserving of this award? I don't think so. Is it true so few writers of color deserve to be featured in this publication? No. Is it true so few women's voices deserve to be heard and deserve to be read in this publication? I don't think so. How dare you? I mean, you? Al Green tried to pull this nonsense against Mark Zuckerberg going, well, these people doing fact checks, how many of them are run by LGBTQIA mother LMNOP you know, companies or how many women or how many people of color? They are so obsessed with identity and they're, they don't care who people are. Mega Rapino essentially wants them to just go out and hire a bunch of black women, regardless of their skill level, just go pick a bunch of black women, whether they care about sports or not, because that's what's important. It's about having different colors at the table, not about having people who are good at their job. So this person, right, is because that's what Megan wants to be considered a person, right? I mean, she's barely a person. But so She plays this, soccer. Come on, man. This, real. Uh, person of people kind has acknowledged that there are 165 million women in the United States, right? 
159 men, 159 million men in the United States. So obviously there's more women than there are men. However, men are more dominantly in sports careers for whatever reason. Well, men's, men's sports are much better than women's sports. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just going to go ahead and say that right as we get banned from every platform that women's <laughs> sports are terrible. They are. They are boring, and I will not watch them. And the WNBA has proven that no one wants to watch women's basketball. Not even women. Absolutely no money. Because if women ask, I want to know how often she watches a WNBA game to support women. Just She's to probably watch- a season ticket holder. She probably has a locker room pass. That's not a gay joke. I'm just saying she probably isn't so in love with the WNBA that she wants to be in the locker room afterwards. I doubt it. I want to see her. I want her to put online her season passes. I want to know who her favorite player is. I want to know so much. But the fact Cindy Lauper? Is that that a female basketball? No, that's a singer. I don't know. I don't know any female basketball players. The fact is we dominate sports sections. Women don't. There's a difference in mentality. You get what I'm saying? Like, you have women that love to play sports. Obviously, the, this person, the person kind, is one of them. Apparently, she's very good at soccer. We're not trying to take anything away from her. In terms <laughs> of her soccer skill. She's just a really crappy human being. This person is one of the few out of the rest of the women that are willing to actually get out there and play sports or that have the physical capability to play sports. Secondly, when you get into writing for sports columns, there are plenty of women that are just not interested in watching football. I promise you, I could get Alex to wear a Giants jersey, but she's not going to sit there and watch Daniel Jones wait for 30 seconds before he decides to go hike and throw the ball. The only only sports battle we're watching is if we go to a Rangers game. Anything (laughs) else goes, do we really have to watch it? It was Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. Do we have to watch football? I guess not. I guess, I mean, <laughs> but it's true though. Men are more physically competitive. Sports appeal more to men. As a general statement, it's not a every single man or against every single woman, but as a general statement, men are more physically competitive. So men are more into sports. That's the way it works. Women are more into baking and fashion and all these other things that women are amazing at it's not that one's better than the other and that's how they always treat it oh well you say that men's sports are better than so better than women's sports so that men are just better than women that's not what we're saying i wouldn't want i wouldn't want to go watch a fashion show where everything's designed by a straight dude it'd be weird it's just it's go it's not going to work out well but the same thing is i don't want to go watch women's hockey because it's not the same game I love hockey because of the sport that it is, because of the speed, the physicality, and the skill that's on the ice. When you water it down, it ruins it. Mm-hmm. No one's going to see my fashion show. I can barely design a T-shirt, okay? I can, I can design a T-shirt. Please, once the website is up, everyone, please go buy our T-shirts. But <laughs> I can barely design a T-shirt. I literally look at it, I'm just like, I mean, that looks good. I like it. I'll wear it. But I could be put. I could be putting nonsense up there. There are certain things that women are better at than men. There are certain things that men are better at than women. That's not putting either one of them down. But people like Megan Rapinoe don't understand that. They don't get it. They think that everyone's exactly the same, and we're not. 
because if we were exactly the same and she hates she hates men because men are pigs well guess what men are women and women are men men are pigs women are pigs congratulations you're a pig megan rapigno how dare you? you can't you also can't force people you can't take a puzzle piece and force it to fit in a space it doesn't belong in challenge accepted i guarantee you I can. <laughs> So if I can have, make I can make it fit. <laughs> so if you have a bunch of women, right, a lot more women than men, apparently, obviously, you can't take a bunch of women and throw them into a, a section where they will not be happy at, because then the work product that you're gonna get is gonna be complete trash. So you just want them to force these women into the, that workspace just so they can say they have a bunch of women in there. Just that, like, that's like what they want. That's what they want. It's the same thing. Huffington Post always talks about diversity. Their entire board and their entire writing staff, it's all white women. Mm-hmm. Not, that's not diversity. Diversity is not, oh God, we're not, we're not, we'll do another episode on diversity. I'm not getting into this. But guys, thanks for listening. Um, if you are on Long Island, we are doing another park cleanup on Sunday. So Sunday, December 15th, if you are listening to this before that, 12 p.m. The Belmont, Belmont Lake Park. So the address for that is... Sorry, I did not plan on doing this. So remember, guys, this is all done by Our Earth United. A good friend of mine, Joe Maiello, runs this. You are trying to clean up parks. We are trying to show people that if you really want something done, you have to do it yourself. No one's going to do it for you. Um, don't count on the government. These are all government-run parks, and they are filthy. We did one a few weeks ago. There was so much trash. It's a county park. Someone's supposed to be in there cleaning up. They don't do their job. They sit on their ass in their truck. They're not doing it. You want to do something, you have to get out and do it yourself. But it is Belmont Lake State Park. It is off the Southern State Parkway, exit 38 in North Babylon, New York. If you have trouble finding it, make just message us on Facebook or Instagram, and I will try to get you as much information as possible. Um, make sure that you follow Solomon Tack on Instagram at Solomon Tack. That is two A's and a C. There is no K in Tack. Follow us at Get Red Pilled NY. Follow us on all other platforms at Empire State Conservative Network. And make sure you rate and subscribe us, guys. That is how we are able to expand. That's how we're able to spread. That's how we are able to make a difference in New York and now Virginia. We need to take these state legislatures back. We need to show the people who are there that they are not alone because the only way anyone will stand up is if they believe someone has their back. No one is willing to stand up alone. We have to make sure that they understand that we have their back. Tack, you have anything to say? Uh, so, with all that being said, we do have a public town hall. So, if you live in and around Fairfax County, Virginia, public town hall with delegates Carrie Delaney and Senator David Marsden. And that will be at the Sully Government Center, December 17th at 7.30 p.m. And the topic of discussion is Second Amendment sanctuaries for Fairfax County and the surrounding area. So get out there, support. I may be there, but I'm definitely going to be at the one for uh, York County. So hopefully I see you guys out there doing work. All right, guys, remember, as always, spread this around. Show it to a conservative. Show it to a liberal. Show it to your mom. Show it to your grandma if she is so inclined. Please do not get in a fight with your grandmother over this podcast. It would be very, very bad. But for that, I'm Evan. That is Tack. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. And don't let fear take your freedom.